So New York is the safest place in the world now. Thanks, Uncle Frank Castle. This is Punisher Warzone on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. With me as always are Sam and Jackie. Hello, Sam and Jackie. Don't be dead from Punisher business. Did you guys pay your pay your parking tickets lately? Make sure that you're uh, registered to vote in your own state, because I'm pretty sure it'll shoot you in the face if you don't register to vote. Using a parking lot as a thoroughfare? Yeah. That's a shooting. That's a shooting. I am fine. Thanks for having me on the show today. <laughs> Introducing your fellow guest or your fellow podcast host too late. Bam! Shot in the face. <laughs> Shot in the face. Shot in the face. The Punisher was here. He'd be fucked. <laughs> it's a good thing there's no chandelier in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This movie is fucking bonkers. It's at no point is sanity involved in this in this thing. I don't know. Part of me wants to believe that it's intentionally insane, which I love. Um, it's not, I don't think it's insane. Like Superman fours insane. They're both insane. It's just, did somebody have a vision for insanity in this or not? I don't know. Or is it just really questionable filmmaking? It's gotta be questionable. The idea that, uh, Lexi Alexander, the director had was to bring back the feel of those eighties action movies. Do you feel like this, does this feel like an eighties action movie? Uh, no, no, because there's, <sighs> because the opening scene, the show me more scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is so outlandish mm-hmm. that the casual viewer has walked out of the theater. Possibly. Or, or at least regrets being my there. butt is glued to the goddamn seat. I am not the casual viewer. That's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you would, what eighties movie would you compare this to? Like, I'm thinking Chuck Norris level, silly, over the top. But even Chuck Norris films were never this violent. Were grounded in some form of reality. Usually, well, well that's no, not true. That's not true. But they were never this violent. This is a violent sequence. The well, opening got you in your in your theater seat, and you're not leaving. Well, you know, honestly, as having not seen this ever before and not being real familiar with the Punisher mm-hmm. at all, sure. it it had a really kind of a slow start for me. I was thinking, oh, he needs somebody in the back. The very first time you see him going to action, he needs a security guy in the back. Mm-hmm. And you're like to death, which doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, he broke that guy's back. That's it's at the level of like badassness that I can expect vague shots of, oh, crappy stunts yeah it's it's an odd thing but then the next thing you see is one of the most bonkers action sequences that's ever been done and i like i like this action sequence because a lot of the times when you have this much like oh dude he fucking does this and then he does this and then he does this it's you take the time to to pencil out these grandiose ideas where he runs up and cuts a guy's head off and then he bounces a knife off the table and hits a guy in the Adam's apple and then he shoves a chair through a guy's face that 
the director usually wants to spend a lot of time on those so that they absorb and people go, oh man, that was awesome before you move on to the next one. This sequence is so crammed with fucking bonkers shit in a matter of 15 seconds that it's, you have to rewatch it like a bunch of times to really soak in all of that. And I really appreciate that. It took three times of watching it to realize that one of the, like, we had thought that the wife was killed for no reason. She actually picks up a gun. You don't even notice until the you third fucking time notice. in a short period of time that you watch it to actually absorb everything. I don't know if that was planned that way or is if if you let all of it play out longer. Mm-hmm. It just looks so ridiculous that in post-production, they're like, we need to cut this as tight as we can and Maybe. get through it. I like that it's tight it's in tight. 15 seconds of... <laughs> It's an explosion of violence. It is. I mean, he headbutts somebody's face half off. That is true. From across the room. He does a flying leap a la M. Bison into a man's face with his own face. It's awesome. He also stabs somebody with a meat knife. Or no, with the uh, meat fork. Mm Mm-hmm. The that, meat fork. Yeah, where the, the guy the gets meat the meat fork. fork in his face. You have a special fork at dinner for your meat? Yeah, it's called a meat fork. I don't think it is. Yes, it's it's a serving meat fork. You mean like a, a, a like the two-prong jobber? Yeah, it's a yeah. two-prong meat fork. Are those called meat forks? Uh, yes. They're called prongs, but that's okay. They're meat forks. No, prawns are those meat. things that no, you dip in cocktail not sauce. Prong, oh. not prawn. Pronga. Pronga. <laughs> Speaking of. They use it in Sweden for their meats. Speaking of saying things stupidly, Sam. Yes. We got to talk about fucking Jigsaw and Looney Bin Jim. The uh, guy who married the teenager. Yes. Doug Hutchinson. Yeah, Doug Hutchinson. And then. Acting ta- teacher Doug Hutchinson. <laughs> Hey, Doug, I think I've had enough. <laughs> uh, can I get my tuition back? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, you, know you, you don't even. It's one of those where you go to the day one and you paid like $600 and you're like, well, I'm just going to take a bath on this one because I don't want, I even want to talk to the guy to try to get my money back. <laughs> I'm no, just like, you can't have <laughs> a refund. Then he, he starts going into some different characters and you're like, that doesn't even look like Charlton Heston. <laughs> what are you doing? It's all the same and it doesn't make you sense. You did it again, you damn dirty apes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this guy is slightly retarded. Doug Hutchinson or Looney Bin Jim? Both. Uh, could be. Well, Looney Bin Jim, I don't, is, what's his major malfunction? Is he, he's mentally not correct? I guess he he's crazy okay so is it like schizophrenia or he just likes violence he just likes violence and being annoying yeah apple so he's a sociopath give I guess. me my apple sauce my apple sauce that's i don't think has anything to do with this that he's a sociopath it's just that he's he's a slow talker as well <laughs> he's a sociopathic who happens to be slow talker that you get you get tired of it. like just kill me already i don't need to hear your monologue i've been here for 10 minutes just just get it over with how about dominic west as uh jigsaw well you know he does a real bad job until looney ben jim shows up and then you're like oh by comparison yeah later on they'll team up for some real fine acting it's it's almost it's reminiscent of uh, Outcast with Hayden Christensen and Nicolas Cage 
trying to out shitty act each other. It's a competition on who can do a worse job. And somehow, somehow there's a clear winner and you just don't like, there's no way that anybody could act worse than this jigsaw guy. And then it happens. Yeah. Wow. The Doug Hutchinson, it's like a, a kaleidoscope. Joseph's technicolor raincoat of bad acting of dream coat that's what it is baby shit green and ford pinto yellow kaleidoscope it's not good no this is the guy that that hangs out outside of the high school uh without a shirt on leaning up against a corvette but not the vibe it's the kaleidoscope where you look into it and you can't say anything and you pull it off and, you, and you've got a black ring around your eye. Mm, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. you got me. Yeah. You got me. You are a singer. You're not a good actor. Yeah. Oh, man. And they went, the filmmakers went out of their way to like get this guy. showcase. Well, like, well, get him. What do you mean? Dominic West? Alexander had to make a, a personal plea to Doug Hutchinson and Dominic West, both of them, to get them back. Uh, Doug, Dominic West had to be brought back on. And then she had to talk the producers into getting Doug Hutchinson and then make a personal plea to him to be in the film. Because if they don't have them, because they're the last people on earth that are bad enough actors to be in this film, Sam. If, you, if she doesn't have them, she doesn't have bad guys because she's gone to every single other human. This is the bottom of the barrel. Last chance. You guys are it. You gotta come back. Otherwise, there's not a movie. I don't know. You just get the guy that fixed your washing machine. <laughs> No, he, he would have done too good of a job. Yeah, and he would have been like, is it time now I say it? <laughs> you are the dead Punisher what? Can I have my applesauce, please? And it's more believable than, I want my applesauce. <laughs> or he's in the scene, and it's like the washing machine guy, he's, he's ad-libbing. So like, and action in five. And then he just starts eating the applesauce. He's like, well, I thought my character would just get some applesauce. I thought he just likes applesauce. <laughs> I mean, why would he just talk slow about applesauce? You just It's everywhere. I'm just going to eat some of it, right? Isn't that what he would do? I don't know. I fix washing machines. You know what? It is yummy, yummy in my tummy, tummy. <laughs> what is? <laughs> oh, man. So, Jackie, this was your first time. Uh, your your initial thoughts were, this is slow. Then, Then how did things shift for you? It, it had such a slow start. And then he just starts fucking killing people. And it's ridiculous. And the very first time you re- really get a good look at Ray Stevenson, right? Oh, boy. It, it, okay, I have a crush on the Ray Stevenson. He is one sexy dude. He is a large man. What you, what, is he like 6'5"? Six, 6'4", six, something six, like four, that. 6'4", probably yeah. 250 mass he's a mountain of a man he's a big dude he's not he's not giant buff schwazy guy he's just a guy you don't want to see in a dark alleyway because he might be taller than that too because i thought kevin formidable kevin mckidd's not a small guy and in rome when they're on screen Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. he's like towering over a guy who's not small yeah he's a formidable man yeah, I would like to meet him in a dark alley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would like you to meet him in a dark alley, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ray Stevenson. What are we doing here? That's what he would say. Yeah, and then I'd be like, well, it's, you know. Or a la Stallone in Rhinestone. It's really dark out here. <laughs> well, it is really dark. <laughs> All right, so how was, uh, how was Ray Stevenson as the Punisher, though? I thought he was good. 
I thought it was completely believable. Mm-hmm. Like he had the persona that you could believe that he could actually do the things that he was doing. I mean, hanging from a chandelier, that was pretty silly. Well, yeah, right. But, you know, you didn't question it because it was like, this guy just fucking cut somebody's Adam's apple off by bouncing a knife off of a table. I'm pretty sure that if he wants to spin on this chandelier, he should do it. He gets up there like it's, he's like a a bullety ceiling fan. He becomes the ceiling fan of that room. He's just up there spreading around the air and the bullets. Yeah. He just he uses the bullets. He puts both guns one way so that the inertia of the uh, bullets will cause him to start spinning. <laughs> so it's like a propeller on a boat or something. And then he puts his arms out sideways so that he can do the, the upside down uh, cross of bullets where he shoots everyone. Would that chandelier have supported his weight? Well, the chandelier looks like it weighs a lot to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope it does. I hope he... <laughs> that would have been a, a terrible thing had he, like, jumped Ooh. up, got, gotten just to the point where he was upside down, uh-huh. had it fall off, lands on his head. And then he's dead. Well, he's not dead. He's just like, oh, shit, now I... Uh, new plan. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help get this thing off of me. I gotta shoot all of you in the face. Hold on, time out. <laughs> time out, I hit my head. <laughs> Uh, tragedy struck today for the Punisher <laughs> when his poorly <laughs> ceiling <laughs> fan bullet man plan didn't work out. Why aren't you shooting him? He called timeout. So he's in there killing everybody. Yeah. And upstairs, Jigsaw and his boys are not at dinner because it seems to me like they're not going to dinner because there's not chairs for them. Which is the only excuse the filmmaker decides to have that why they're not dead is because they just are upstairs not having din din. No, I guess somebody took like there's some uh, chairs taken out of opportunity. Like it looks like they're not coming down here. I'm taking that chair. Who well, like who the, does that the staff or maybe some of the other cronies that we're going to have to eat around the corner like, like in the, the little kitchen. kids table. Yeah. The little cronies table. I think that Jigsaw and his boys should be at the little kids table because they're fucking idiots. I am going to actually speaking of this whole dinner sequence. I'm burning a question right now. Okay. What happened to his girlfriend? Does she get shot in the face? Oh, that's a hell of a question. She just fucking disappears. She just fucks off. He's like, get out of here. You're not good looking enough to be in this room with me, toots. You know, you would think that he would just get somebody who was just horrendously ugly so that way he would always be the better always looking be the of better. the two that's a good point Jackie uh, yeah I, I'm i gonna assume that uh, she's just she's in the bathroom probably taking a deuce going what's going on out there she's doing cocaine and crying in the sink or she's just downstairs watching a movie because the bad guy's got a big theater yeah something like I that I think that she's she had a burrito the day before yep digger too spicy mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's a that's an interesting question so they come in while Punisher's doing all this shit upstairs and they're like, holy fuck. And they bail and they go to their docks, the the docks, which is also a recycling center, according to the sign. Uh-huh. Docks slash recycling. Doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't. Mm, that's questionable. So Punisher, He's he's I guess he's going to chase after him and he and he leaves and the the coppers one of the cops is like hey you got to get out of here the uh, jigsaw Billy the Butte 
headed to his shop at the Dax. You got to get down there. So he tosses him the car keys. And he's been walking around with like breathing problems for a couple minutes. And I think it's because he does the M. Bison flying headbutt. The headbutt, yeah. Or the a la Chris Benoit, rest his soul. Yeah. Was that his, his move, the flying Yeah, he would do the face. top rope headbutt. Flying face. He also had the Canadian crippler, I think, was a submission move. But. Mm. but this is when you know, though, Sam, regardless of where he got his headbutt information. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, got, uh, I have some good information on the headbutt. Uh, it's painful for both parties. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you know that he is a man that you should just not fuck with because he takes a pencil shoves it up his nose, and resets his own nostrils. I don't know if it works like that. I think it looked pretty realistic. Oh, it looks fine, but I mean, like, is that what the doctor does? (laughs) (laughs) Nurse, get me a pencil. Just shut up and get me a pencil. (laughs) Oh, wow, that's amazing. How fast? He's instantly better. Yeah, but that pencil was super bloody. Yeah. Like, are we sure he didn't poke a part of his brain? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was just up there. Erasing some bad memories. <laughs> oh no! Because it was the it was the eraser end that yeah, went. Yeah, uh, boo! I'm booing myself. <laughs> so before, like, he's there scoping things out, and then these fucking parkour guys show up. These three parkour douches. And this is these. I don't like parkour. Jackie hates it more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Fucking parkour. I don't. Nobody likes it. You, there's two types of people. Parkour people and everybody else everybody and everybody else. else hates parkour people. And these are the worst parkour people ever in a movie. These like, guys the worst. They don't even it's like the they wanted him to be parkour, but they couldn't uh-huh. find any actual parkour right. guys. So these guys are just the music is supposed to substitute the parkour. Yeah, like, oh yeah, this is you can tell these guys mean business. These guys are awesome and shit. Listen to the music and don't watch what they're doing. <laughs> they, the, the introduction of them is they're right next to a gate that they need to go through. So uh-huh. then they go that's backwards. It's open. It's open. So they go backwards, jump on a couple of crates and then the, like a fence. You kind of have to like go do it backwards where you're on the wrong side of the fence so that you can go back in and then they jump off something high into a jump truck that drives four feet and then jump out of that and then walk through the gate. It's maybe a 20 second sequence of them doing stupid shit when it's a four second walk yes. through the gate. Through the gate. Good job, parkour guys. You are moving. Yeah. Good at jumping off of shit. They were more like just falling off of shit. Like, let's be realistic. Their parkour wasn't even that good. It was like, okay, climb up to the top of the truck, Bill. All right, action. Jump down, Bill. Jump, Bill. Jump like a bunny. It's high. Just, you chicken shit bastard, jump. (laughs) (laughs) So they go in, and uh, Jigsaw and his boys are there in their office, and... They're talking about this, their money. <laughs> There's so many money conversations in this <laughs> thing that is just, what? Where's the money? It's over here, which comes into play later. Right. And they're like, oh, it's getting pretty thin. What's his face has a, a wad in a his cash pocket. in his pocket. It's probably like 200 grand. That they just got. They just got like 200 grand. It's in his fucking pocket. They went to dinner, got some money, saw their boss get blown up. And then came here. And now have that money to put in the safe and don't do it. They do not do it. I I believe it's still in that man's coat. It is. Which then it will obviously, because of circumstances that happen later, get seized. But they could have right then had 
the $200,000 they wanted from the strip club out of the guy's pocket. And then he could have got that money later, later as well. And then I guess the money. What do you mean? We don't have any money. I thought we had a bunch of money. Well, we do. We just don't know where it is. We kind of know where it is. We just retrieving it is, uh, well, he tells them it's, I laundered it through the, Pussycat Strip Club. Wait, wait, why did you do that? Go get that money. He has two hundred thousand in his front fucking pocket. You've got, all, you've got money. It's right there. You got it, boss. And if you needed money, just go down to the strip joint and be like, "Hey, I came for that money." You should be doing that every day. There should be a guy going down to the strip joint and be like, uh, "I own this. Um, can I have our cut today? What, what do we got on today?" Well, they're just go there every through, day. They have to take the money like they would uh-huh. to the bank, and right. now it's clean money right. in the bank. Right. So. Where's your debit card? Where's your fucking car? Where's your checkbook? These guys have no business being bad guys. I left it in my other pants. They're not. They shouldn't be bad guys. They're dumb guys. They're They're just dumb guys. Dumb guys. Ugh. Not heads of a crime family. Where are the keys? The keys to what? The car. Oh, I don't know. We have a car. (laughs) What? Did you check the key ring? I don't know where that is. It's probably attached to the keys. Where are those? I don't know. Meanwhile, they're standing next to a keychain holder labeled, here's the keys. <laughs> and they don't even need to be doing that because one of them is holding the keys in his left hand, <laughs> using his right hand to look for the keys. Morons. Uh, and then they just give the cat like some cash to the parkour guys that are like, go give this to people. That's the other thing. Yeah, they're so... The Parco guys are the best couriers ever, I guess. So he gives them $3,000, $1,000 apiece for the task of jumping over the security fence and handing out the money. Wait, Quote, so how much do they hand out and how much do they keep? Do they even get paid for this? Hand it out to who? <laughs> Everybody on the other side of the security fence? Just whoever's fence? over there. Whoever is on the other side of the security fence until you're out of cash. <laughs> Maybe if we give all of our money to whoever's on the other side of security fence, they'll remember where they put the money. Because I can't fucking tell you where we're putting this money. Your accent just keeps getting just slightly better every time. It's somewhere in between. You're like in between Looney Bin Jim and Jigsaw right now. We should. Speaking of shitty accents, we cannot fail to mention the lead parkour guy's thing accent. Scottish Jamaican guy. What's what is where? Who is he? Who, what? He's be jamming with his really awful dreadlocks. I'll make, or, okay, now, I'm, now I'm just all jigsaw. I'll make you delivery for you, man. I've always loved that. Loved you. Wait. Always yeah, off. That's what it is. <laughs> he's so, yeah, so he's Irish, I guess. The Irish parkour guy who's black. Jamaican. And, Jamaican Irish parkour guy. Mon. <sighs> he's missing it, too. <laughs> I thought that he had... He's Mick Beanie. <laughs> Is that the bad guy in Clear and Present Danger? Mick Beanie? No, that's Sean Bean. He is Irish. <laughs> I need to watch Clear and Present Danger and his again. His last name is Bean. And it's Patriot Games. We're getting everything not fucking Not McBeanie. <laughs> no bad guy has ever been named McBeanie. <laughs> Give me all your money. Who are you? McBeanie. <laughs> I strike fear into the hearts of men. What he lacks in last name, he makes up for in death. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't fuck around with McBeanie. 
All right, so the Punisher comes in, and uh, he shoots some guys at the doc's office, and uh, one of them happens to be the undercover cop, the guy with the money. And uh, he's a Fed. Yeah, he's oh, is, is he a Fed? Yeah, I he's thought a he was Fed. A That's where the other guy, the other Fed, comes in hmm. and gets assigned to the police force because okay. the Feds have decided, or he's decided. I guess you can do this. You just decide that you're going to do whatever you want if you're in the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that guy's dead. That's a bad, bad deal for the Punisher. Um, Jigsaw comes out. He's not Jigsaw yet. Billy comes out and uh, kind of just falls into a glass crusher. Like, well, no, he shoots the railing out mm-hmm. in front of him, and he goes to go shoot the Punisher, and he leans forward onto the railing, and the railing gives out, and he falls into the glass crusher. Mm-hmm. Why is there a glass crusher in his office? Mm. They were going to start a message in a bottle company, because okay. oh. they're right onto the docks, right? Okay, all right. So they've been collecting these messages in a bottle, uh-huh. but then the business never really took off on eBay, and so they were like, well, fuck, I guess now we'll just have a recycling center. So that was the beginnings of their glass recycling center. Seems okay. like they're throwing good money after bad. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're not good at business, these, okay. these fucking morons, because they've got a strip club filled with $200,000, and they can't just walk down there and get it. You figure in New York, a strip club might do that much a night. Yeah. Yeah. 200000 seems... Especially also if you're a dirty shipping guy, you know. 200000 is not a lot of cash. Not a lot of cash. Anyways. Well, and he seems like he's kind of broke. He's very broke. He has enough to pay the parkour guys, like, what, three grand? Yeah. I, also, three grand is, seems like a low number to be in crime at all. That's just what you would pay a now, courier. here's another question, because there's just questions abound in this one. What is he paying those parkour guys to do exactly? Other than just jump around like dickheads. They're transport. They're couriers. They are moving something of his. I thought they were just like putting out the word. I don't even know. What's the word? Exactly. I just think (laughs) he just gives them money so that they can be all hopped up on meth, bouncing around town like dickheads. (laughs) Yeah, it was my understanding that they were couriers. And but the next time we see them, they're robbing a liquor store. So Mm -hmm. that's not currying. No. That is currying because they spent their other monies on drugs. Huh. So they have to curry in some more money so they can get some, some more drugs. Yeah. I they guess deliver so. the cash to their own pockets. <laughs> um, so yeah. So the feds come in, big kind of shootout, and uh, the Punisher realizes he shot the FBI guy because he's got a wire on him. Oh, no. And he gets away, though. And he goes to his house quote unquote, which is under the subway. His hideout, I guess. Does nobody need this place? Like, it seems like some sort of maintenance room for the subway system. It's not like he lives in a cave that nobody's ever going to go into. Somebody's eventually going to come in there and be like, hey, I needed to get the mop. Oh, my God, guns. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, oh, this is. So, goddamn squatters. This one's a heavily armed squatter. Holy, <laughs> holy good night. I need to leave. I think he needs a better hideout. Somebody's going to come in there. And they, you know, there's no security. He doesn't even have like trip wires or mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I don't buy his hideout. No. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I thought he had a nice chair. Yeah, I think he did <laughs> he have a nice chair. chair there. I thought it was okay. And this also sets up that he's getting everywhere on foot, which is something that is. This movie lacks that every other incarnation of the the Punisher usually has pretty sweet vehicles. Cars. I'm fine with him just being where he needs to be. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and he's got lots of money. Oh, does he have stolen lots of money? money from the? 
Yeah, where does he even get the money? Where's the money come from? It is was it- from a safe in the ground at the crappy hideout. So they had money that they didn't know about? Boy, no. this Jigsaw guy's a real dickhead. No, no not Jigsaw. She's the talking Punisher. about Punisher. He's just got $200,000. Or not $200,000. He's got a wad of cash in a safe. Well, he's got to take the money from these guys that he kills. I does would. He? That's what he does. How is he going to pay that bill yeah, for the I subway station? True. I guess that's true. That's dirty money, Frank. Well, that's the idea. You're just uh, turning one criminal into another. He's okay with that. Passing the buck. Then he has somebody to shoot. Yeah, okay. So they pull Billy the the Butte out of the glass crusher and his face is all grody. No, it's been torn the fuck off. Yeah, it's been torn. It's He looks pretty crappy. We got a live one. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I think he gets crushed to death. He wouldn't even be... There would be about 30% of his... You like flash left on most of it would be a skeleton with some pieces hanging off. I think he best case scenario bleeds out or but I'm pretty sure he gets crushed. Yes. Like it's a glass crusher. It's going to also squish a person. Yes. Hmm. But now here's a question. Does his wiener make it? Ooh. maybe if he keeps his legs crossed and he tucks it into his butt, it Uh, makes it. Oh, he pulls a mangina. Yeah. Okay. That's a good theory. I think he, I think he, when you pull the mangina though, you give yourself a little bit of a fruit bowl in the back. And, uh, Lost both of his testicles. Yeah. I think the testicles don't make it. Uh. His wiener might be okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> very strange light of conversation. Yes. His uh, butt though. Boy, that thing gets torn up. Yeah. He's got a torn asshole. Uh, so there's a funeral for the dead FBI guy and the Punisher kind of stops by. And he's sad about it. He's bummed out. He's, he screwed up. And he visits his family and we get the Punisher origin via flashback. But, uh, you know, what? we're good there. We don't need the Punisher's origin. Well, and I but like does, that they didn't spend a lot of time yeah, on it. No, yeah. but it does answer the question that it's a reboot, not a sequel. Yeah. That we had from the point five. Yeah, because she the, his family in this movie dies from gunshots. Right. And they. they they get run down on a family retreat by a Bronco in the, in the Tom Jane one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not related. Um, so the feds, I guess they, as you say, the agent, do we know this agent's name? FBI guy, black guy, Donatelli or something like that. Is that what his name is? No, the FBI, the black guy. Uh-huh. No, I never figured out what his name was. Yeah. We'll just call him the FBI agent, black FBI agent. Agent obstinance. Yeah, agent obstinance. So he gets assigned to the Punisher business, and they put him in the basement with Soap, and Soap explains to him that basically the Punisher has already killed most of the people living in New York City. I'm thinking the state, uh, probably a five-state area. It's too many files. There's... It's the entire basement of a very large building. Uh Uh-huh. There's got... If those are just... Containing the files of the people he's shot, we're talking about four or five million people that he's killed already. Yes. No, I think maybe six. Six, six million? million? Okay. All right. Thousand. Six oh. thousand? Mm. I don't know about that. That seems a little ridiculous because each one of those files is in a box. Well, I mean, what do you put on there? It's not 30 pages for somebody that gets shot by Frank Castle. With a guy with a chair in his face. I mean, shit, the, you saw the coroner report for the mansion. Death Blender yep. <laughs> doesn't take up a lot of space on the page. No, no. Oh, well, maybe you're right. <laughs> I think it's like 
the United States is probably going to go to war with Frank Castle. Like, we're going to send in the troops. Yeah, there's it's too many people. There's and too he's many just going to hide because he wouldn't. He doesn't want to hurt anybody who's a law-abiding citizen. But at the same time, I mean, he's killing people for mugging at some point. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Jay That's walk- what you fucking get. Jaywalking may f- fall under Frank Cap- Castle's capital punishment. <laughs> yeah. This library card. Those library books are late. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, taking the money in your wallet to pay the 25 cents in fines. Yeah. Yeah. Three parking tickets gonna gut you like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, microchip stops by and visits with Frank and tells him that he's basically got to get over the the death of this cap, this FBI guy. You know, hey, people make mistakes, but you got work to do. You are necessary to. You have another six million people that need to be killed. Need so to be killed. Get yeah, back out there, you big crybaby. Which he then gives him some money, and he's like, "That's too much." Well, consider it a retirement. But when we see microchip later, and the way that he's getting the guns off the streets, that character would never be like, "It's too much." It's like, okay, that's just how many more guns you want. Right. There's never too much. It's right. just like I need as much money as I can to buy all of the legal illegal guns. If that's what he's doing. So Jigsaw is free, which I questioned immediately because he's pulled out of the meat grinder by the FBI. Shouldn't he be under arrest for something? They don't have anything on him. Like it, they say that over and over again. They got to have something. No. They He's such a nutsack. They he, can't connect him to the mansion and they can't they can't say for sure that he killed anybody. He says that the Punisher killed all those people. There has got to be a paper trail someplace that is just well a diagram of him being an idiot. Well, they're, they're, he doesn't know where it is. It's like all of his money. His diagram of himself being an idiot? Yeah, it's like, where is that? They told you where it was. Do you remember? No, I don't. What are you talking about? Who Who are you? Who am I? Who am I? How did I get here? What? This jacket is silly. Why am I here? Man, I'm handsome. Yeah. All right. So uh, he is up in this top of this skyscraper and he's getting the bandages pulled off by this shady doctor. It's very reminiscent of Tim Burton's Batman when uh, Jack Nicholson takes the mask off or the bandages. But uh but they're making a weird sound. Yeah, they are squishy, icky sounding. Those bandages are coming off too early. But in you're uh, identifying it with the the dialogue of the doctor is almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I had to work with, right? And, I mean, it's the same fucking scene. The scars will be horrible. Yeah. Please don't kill me. Uh, but apparently. They put his face back on with horsehide because he had no skin at all. So now he's got a horse's ass on his face, <laughs> which is very fitting. Yeah. Uh, he's now all... Nah, that's too easy. Um, he's gross. Gross face. He's gross face. His boy pukes right in front of him when the bandage comes off. Yeah, he looks disgusting. And he he uh, wasn't handsome looks, to begin with, and now it's, it's like, oh. He, he looks really bad. He, he looks, looks like fucking silly. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's yeah. Frankenstein-y. And he ends up like, he's like, let me have a minute with my doctor. And then he kills the guy with scissors, Mm -hmm. which I guess the doctor made some artistic decisions that he didn't agree with, (laughs) like the staples. I wanted pigskin. Or just like permanent staples. You thought that was a good idea, Doc? 
Well, yeah, I thought of that is some panache. Here's yeah, a- he's the leading uh, plastic surgeon in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably could have done better than what he did because it also looked like he used some like very 19 or 1800 stitching methods to get the horsey face onto him. It's like a softball with some staples. And then he has a big strand of skin over one of his eyes. Like, I think he just clipped that off. Yeah. Yep. Um, if his face is made out of horse hide. Sure. Isn't it going to eventually be covered in hair? <laughs> well, it's going to fall off. Okay, why is it going to fall off? Because it's, it's not so hard enough to like get anything to take. Organ-wise, with a blood type, we're talking about putting something from another animal on. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's going to work. All right. Otherwise, half the people will be walking around with horse dicks. <laughs> hey, yo! That's true. That is, man, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do I do with this now? Yeah. I don't even have to... I could just... Dip my dick right into the toilet to take a pee while standing up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's uh, he looks ridiculous. Um, they're going to go get Looney Bin Jim because he's just crazy enough that maybe he can kill the Punisher. I guess. Yeah. And uh, he's in the bin, of course. He's not, like, free. He's in the Looney Bin. It's not a clever nickname. Asylum that has gargoyles that are pulling their own tongues out. <laughs> like when you build this building, like, well, this is going to be an asylum. What should we put on here? Crazy gargoyles. Crazy gargoyles, yeah. of course. Uh, Frank's concerned about the cop family, the FBI family. There's a widow now and a daughter that's about eight years old or so. So he's he's kind of stuck in them because he feels poopy about it. But uh, back at the loony bin... Jim is basically a vegetable that they've chained up. Yes. He does not speak. He does. He just has a blank stare. There's a fat, grody doctor attendant, attendant, sort of like uh, the guy in Terminator 2 that licks Sarah Connor's face. Pretty much. Type of guy. Uh, he steals his applesauce. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you not have access to the applesauce? You got to steal this guy's applesauce. How many other people's applesauce is he stealing? Is applesauce worth stealing? It's not. No, it's gross. But then you got to look at this guy. He obviously needs to eat often. Mm, okay. He's got to fill up the uh, applesauce. Applesauce. Yep. Mm, okay. High in sugar. I right. guess. That's so a lot of applesauce. That's a lot of pooping, too. Oh, there's a knock at the door. Jigsaw and his boys are there with another doctor who they just twist his head off. Yeah, now, that doesn't seem like it's a very good plan. No. How are you getting out of there? How'd they get in there? How'd they get in it's there? It's fine. Next scene. Yeah. They cut Jigsaw free. <laughs> and he's like, look at you, brother. You look great. I love what you've done with your hair face. And uh, then he eats his doctor. He eats the other guy. Well, he goes on this monologue about applesauce and liver being a delicacy in Mm -hmm. Sweden. It's a delicacy in Sweden. So he's going to eat the applesauce out of the guy's stomach, I guess. It was. I I think that's what he does. Yeah. It was dumb. Eats him. Uh, Punisher stops by the cop's family. She's he's these little daughters out there playing with looks like she's glue sticking some leaves to some paper that's art that's yeah, the shit that they teach you in grade school these days yeah, i guess i liked the where you take the paper and then you trace 
a picture in glue and then you dump glitter all over it. That oh. was always my favorite too. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. Or the uh, sand candles where you get the multicolored sand and then you make a candle out of it. That was those were pretty cool. Mm, we never did that. Uh, plaster casting. You remember plaster, plaster casting? casting was yeah. fun. Put remember my dick in one. Do the rainbow. No, crayons. you didn't. I did not put my dick in one, but yeah, I I heard uh, a plaster caster song. That's about putting your dick in one. Yeah. Yeah, by Kiss. All right. And I also heard that Jimi Hendrix got his dong plaster casted, and uh, it was the biggest the plaster caster had ever seen. And that's all she did was dicks, making celebrity dicks. And Jimi Hendrix had the biggest dong. That's great news. Yeah. Hooray. Uh, yeah, so he gives her a flashlight, and she likes him. She thinks he's neat, but the mom comes out with a gun, points it at his face. He and, wants her to shoot him. Yeah, and he's brought cash for her. He's going to leave a shitload of cash for the kid, and she doesn't want it. And the kid's like, Mommy, I can't find my red pen. Can you stop shooting the nice man in the face and help me? Okay, dearie. So he leaves. And he takes his money. She doesn't want it. Yeah. So he has to figure out some other way to get her to take it, I guess, is what his plan is. Really? I don't know. When does that come I'm not, because he's going to quit. He's right. leaving, yeah. which is very unpunisher. Uh-huh. No. The collateral damage never bothers this yeah. guy. No. it's That's the sort of thing is like, you see the skull coming, you get out of the way or you might get dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, I, I know that there's some side spray. You know that there's some side, side spray. Get the fuck out of the way. So Jigsaw is sad about his face. He's, he cries to his brother because he's hideous. This man cries because he's tough. Hmm. Okay, I thought that was an odd filmmaking choice. Sad, sad guy. Uh, so Jim breaks all the mirrors in their building because now nobody's ever going to see. He's never going to have to look in the mirror again. And this scene is fucking stupid. He's flying around, jumping onto mirrors and being just a general fucking butthole. Well, we were first introduced to his hamster style of fighting here. Yeah. When he's fighting these mirrors. Uh, I call it Angry Badger. Angry Badger? Angry Badger style. He's too little for a badger. It's okay. like a, he's the... He's a... He's a ill-tempered weasel. Mm, oh, ill-tempered weasel. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. This scene was just like, all right, come on, get over it. Let's move on. So they meet with these Russians, the Russians from the dock deal that they're bringing in the, a biological something. And uh, one's a little lippy. Hey, I don't like your the, the jive of your tune. And so Jigsaw breaks his wine glass off and stabs him right through the Adam's apple. Oh, that was pretty cool. That was cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, the dressing guy doesn't seem too bad in a shape by it. No, he's really not. He just looks over like, I can I can see why you would do that. Yeah, that was a, I understand. I mean. I don't understand your choice of wardrobe, but I understand why you did that. Uh, let me try that again. I can understand why you do that, <laughs> says the Russian. <laughs> I love you. Always hop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frank and Mike, Senor Ortiz, the Frenchman. <laughs> yeah. They've got a lot of there's there's a lot of American ninja esque things happening with the dialogue and the naming of the characters in this film. Uh, Frank and Microchip get a new gun supplier named Carlos. He's a ex gangbanger, but now he's gone straight and he just wants to supply Frank with guns. And they have this meeting at uh, Microchip's mom's apartment. I think this is just Microchip's house. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. His mom lives there, though. Yeah. Okay. He lives with his mom. All right. 
And well, uh, I mean, honestly, she looks like she needs a little care. She needs a little care. She's a little. Uh, he's a he's a nice not doing guy. So good. Yeah. No, he's a real nice guy. He's a good guy. This microchip. Yeah, he is. I like him. He's good. Good New York boy. And he's not like he's keeping his mom. His mom apparently decides what she wants to pay attention to. Mom, Frank's here. She just wants to watch her she cooking just shows. Wants to watch the cooking shows. Yeah. I can't blame her. I love cooking shows. I would just stare at Frank. Ay, ay, ay. Be like, drop your pants, Frank Castle. So Frank's like, how's your mom doing? Well, and apparently her panties are wet now. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to deal with that. I have to deal with that when you Thanks, leave. Thanks, Frank. It's one thing when it's pee and poop, but <laughs> when it's the other stuff, mm-mm, not happy, buddy. I got I to gotta touch my mom's country crotch. Duck butter. Huh. That's gross. <laughs> Her Wayne Newton stain. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That was just taking it to a whole new level, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's going to go on vacation. He's done, he says. Basically, I'm going to leave town. And Microchip's like, no, 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 you little bitch. I've got this new guy uh, with guns. He's coming in. And, and uh, did you hear about Jigsaw? He's free and out. You got you to gotta take care of him. So Frank's like, one last job. No, he leaves. He's like, tough shit. Yeah. I'm out of here. And then on the way out, that's when Microchip's like, so you want me to call you after he kills the woman and the child? And he's like, I don't care. And he leaves. And then then that's when he's like, grab a couple Berettas to the Mexican guy. Yeah. Because he's coming later, back. He's coming back. And he goes to three, two, one, and then reappears Castle. So they get a tip from Carlos about the parkour guys that they're connected to Jigsaw and uh, he knows who they are, that they're meth heads, and they just bounce around town. And that they're, he, he goes in to some place, this Carlos guy, and beats a bunch of people up and gets yes. tipped about the, the parkour guys are going to rob a convenience store. And by rob a convenience store, that means chop the, uh, the owner's head in half with a survival knife machete sword. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then take, I guess, the 1350 that he had in the tell and then right. start bouncing around like jackholes again. Well, you know, they can have all the free Mountain Dew now and yeah. potato chips they want. Oh, these guys oh. are definitely doing the Dew. Yeah. Code Red. Code Red. Berry Blast, maybe. <laughs> extreme with a capital X. Because uh, they're fucking extreme douches. Well, they can't spell either. So, oh, X-Stream. We're in. So the cops are also tipped off to this thing. They get they ah, oh, there's a convenience store robbery. It's nutsacks doing it. So they follow. They they show up and uh, the parkour guys are up on the roof doing their bouncy stuff. I guess they're just getting around town, bouncing from rooftop to rooftop. And the Jamaican guy makes it across this big gap, and you do not see this coming. But the next guy goes, and in midair, he gets hit with a fucking missile and explodes. <laughs> He's doing a flip. Like so a, he's yeah. he's trying to be serious parkour in here, and all they're really doing is falling from one building to the next, mm-hmm. and then it happens. The he, best scene in this movie starts. Uh, are you? I that was my question for you in the point five. Keep an eye out for. Uh, is this your favorite thing that happens in any movie ever? Yes, this was so badass when this guy gets blown up midair, midair while being a douche, while being a parkour douche. And then it just kind of pans over to Castle, and he's like, "What?" I think. And then he doesn't hesitate at all and shoots the next fucker right oh, in the they head. All just get massacred. And then he shoots 
the main parkour dude, who is the biggest douche of them all, right in the kneecaps. Like, your days of parkouring mm-hmm. are over, sir. Thank fucking God, because all you're really doing is falling from one area to the next. They're terrible parkourers. I think that this sequence is Lexi Alexander's idea uh, or somebody's idea. Whoever's idea is of this sequence is a genius because a lot of the times, especially at this point in time, 2008, somebody thought that parkour was fucking cool. Some white dude in a tie was like, look, those guys go because it's in movies. You see, and, and nobody ever is like hates the parkour guys except for the audience. Nobody likes parkour guys. There's two type of people on the planet, parkour guys and everybody else and everybody else fucking hates parkour guys. They're the only people like parkour guys are parkour guys. They don't buy movie tickets. They're out parkouring. They're out parkouring. She delivers a message to the entire audience that, you know what? I fucking hate parkour guys. I've had enough of this too. And it's brilliant. Yes. It is so awesome. And then he gets the information out of the, Jamaican Irish guy and tosses his ass off of a fucking building and lands on one of those spiky fences that they just have all over After New York, the, I guess. He has a nice conversation where he's like, okay, I'll tell you everything you need to know. Just don't kill me. Uh-huh. And then afterwards looks at him and he's like, ah, oh, see, now we have an agreement. Uh-huh. And then the no. agreement is I'm going to drop you on a wrought iron fence. Yep. So and then step on your fucking face on my way down from the building. Dying from spiky fence thing through his chest. And Frank Castle jumps off the building and uses his head as a fall stopper. Just like a last step awesome. down. Breaks his neck off. Awesome. Yeah. And yep. it's right in front of the cops, too. And they're like, what the fuck? About goddamn time. That's what they're saying. Yeah. It's fucking parkour. Yeah, I hate those parkour guys. Oh, my God. This was just like when I knew that Ray Stevenson was the guy for me. <laughs> I should start stalking this guy, too, along with Gerard Butler, because... He killed some parkour people in this movie. And Chris Evans. Don't forget about your. Oh, yeah. And, and my Captain America guy. Oh, and the dirty dude from uh, Roadhouse. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Trashy Sam, Sam Elliott. <laughs> they should just. That's what Jackie needs is a Magic Mike 3 with Chris Evans, Ray Stevenson, Gerard Butler, and Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sounds like a great movie. The Mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Well, his wiener's not that big, but his balls are at least <laughs> 12 inches from his... <laughs> I mean, those things hang down. Everybody but Jackie would walk into this Magic Mike show and be like, what the fuck's Sam Elliott doing here? Is he here to sell beef? Yep. <laughs> at least sausage. Yeah, I mean, I would be over there throwing quarters at him because, you know... It would be an expensive night. He's so gross. Uh, Jigsaw, <laughs> Jigsaw goes to this the, the FBI agent, the widow's house, and they're looking for the money there. That's where the money's at, bud, you dumb fuck. <laughs> it's at one of your many businesses that you could go get some money from. Hi. Why would the FBI agent, if he's working undercover, take the money, take to, the his money house? to his house? That's the last place he would take it. This is a big bag of death for my family, so nope, not going to bring it there. Well, they were going to go to the Bahamas next week Mm -hmm. when he finally took his first vacation in five years. Mm. So they uh, kidnap the family, hold them hostage in their own house. But uh, the FBI guy and Frank get into a wicked alley fight, which mostly involves Frank beating the shit out of this guy. This guy, yeah. 
but ends with him handcuffing him to himself. Or which is a total desperation move. It is a desperation move, and you have the keys. He's just gonna beat you until you're just limp. Just hold your arm up and just punch you repeatedly yeah, in the face. He's gonna beat you until you're limp. Take the keys and unlock it. Yeah, and not to mention, I think Frank Castle's the type of guy that has handcuff keys just on him. Yes, he is. Yeah. They're in his utility pack somewhere. Yeah. Uh, this is not. This something I care like, about. Like, oops, you just got... Punch. All you just did is beat yourself up more, jackass. Yeah. So <clears throat> they stick him in the car, and they send over... He's like, they're going to go over to the widow's house. You got to let me go. Uh, so they send over a couple blue and whites, just regular street caps, Yeah, to check it out. And they go in there. Public enemy number one, probably doing something illegal. Send two plane caps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just two of them. Well, the one guy looked like he was three days from retirement. He's three days retirement, and the other one's a woman. Not saying a woman shouldn't be a cop, but against... I thought she did pretty good. Looney Binge, she Just did gets better set. than the other guy, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. In terms of taking more breaths before getting killed, yes. Well, she punched a guy. Yeah, she punched oh, somebody. Yeah. had a little martial arts going on. Yeah, she punched the, the cocaine head mm-hmm. and got away from him, and then... Gets skewered by him. Well, no, only reason she got skewered, though, is because Looney Ben Jim or whatever was standing behind her with a baseball bat and pushed her into the sword. Mm-hmm. She was she had a chance there for like a, yeah. a split second. She's no Frank Castle, though. So they're dead and uh, they're tearing this fucking house apart now looking for this money. And they are looking in all the wrong places. DVD cases. Yeah. Where, where if you had a large money that was going to take up a lot of space, they're looking in the smallest drawers ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would start looking for duffel bags that are filled with something. That would yeah. be step one, not uh, behind the plates. Is it under the silverware? Uh, probably not under silverware. Is it, is it the plate itself? Break the plate. Uh, the Make family sure the money, photos. The money's not in the plate. Um, the computer. Uh, the TV. It's in the TV. It's in the TV. Yeah, it's got to be in the TV. The flat screen TV. Fucking idiots. Uh, so there's just trash in the place. And the FBI, Frank's like, did you hear from the cops back? No, I tried to give him a call, but nothing. We got to get over there. So they go over there. And the FBI go, guy goes in solo. And Frank's like, you got to let me out of here, Soap. So he does. That's when you realize that Soap's his buddy. Because he's yeah. like, so I can't just do it. Like, oh, God damn it. Let me go. Okay, sorry, Frank. Yeah, we've done this well, before. Well, he's like... You know, stealing, giving you the the tip off here and there, and giving you access to the cop computer system is one thing, but then just letting you blatantly go, and he's like, just do it. And he's like, all right, fine. Yeah. So Jigsaw and uh, LBJ go upstairs, and to the they're safe. safe. The FBI guy comes in, but he gets caught immediately because they're holding the wife and daughter hostage. They're doing exactly what he should think they'd be doing. Yes. He just basically walks in to become a hostage himself. That is correct. He had no plan and executed it poorly. (laughs) But Punisher comes in the back and he, the nose candy kid takes a sniff of Coke, keep your nose clean, takes a sniff of Coke and then Frank punches him in the face and his face comes apart. He turns his uh, head into like a cherry pie. Yes, pretty much. Yep. He punches through a man's face. It's nothing but gooey red stuff after that. It's this was another, yeah, moment. Ridiculous. Turns it into a fruit bowl. Yep. So that kid's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's pretty dead. And uh, the FBI guy gets away and he arrests his dad. 
and sticks him in a chair and Frank's taking the family out of there. And on the way out, Frank just shoots the dad in the face with a shotgun, <laughs> which is, I think, my favorite part of the movie. It's awesome. Because he's just like, OK, I'm going to read this guy's rights or whatever, <laughs> shoots his face clean off. And then the FBI guy's like, ah, the FBI goes, God damn it, Frank. <laughs> God damn it, Frank. <laughs> awesome. So he gets the family out and he takes them to his uh, subway house, I guess. And the cops arrest uh, Jigsaw and LBJ. And Jigsaw and makes an offer to the FBI about this Russian deal. Like, I got two conditions, but I'll tell you about the Russian deal that's going to, if you don't, it's going to blow up half the or kill half the city. Yeah. So you better do it. Turn in state's evidence. So the deal goes down and the feds come in and arrest the Russians and uh, piss off the dawn of the Russian mafia, I guess, because his son's one of the guys that gets arrested. And part of the deal was that the FBI gives information on Microchip, where to find him, because he's they know he's Frank's guy. How they know that I don't know is just because these guys can't find their own car keys. That is correct. They don't. They have two hundred thousand dollars at a strip club that they could get mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. Can't figure out where it is. Uh, they should check for their car keys behind the plates. That's where I bet they are. Did the, is it in your pocket? No, I didn't. Look is there. it the thing you're holding in your left hand? No, oh, it's I'd... not. Look into your left hand. These are my car keys. Yes, you were looking for those a minute ago. Who are you? Who am I? How did I get here? Idiots. Uh, so Frank goes to Microchips' mom's or microchips house, whatever. And, uh, he's not there because they've already nabbed him and poor mom got her head exploded. It's a bummer, but she probably didn't feel any pain. Probably not. She was doing pretty crappy. So her head is steaming too. (laughs) So, you know, it's recent steaming pile of head. Yeah. Steaming pile of head. So LBJ, I guess now, I guess microchip gave up the info on where Frank lives. So he's there now, yeah, with he, the Mexican dude. Yeah, with Carlos. And he hits him with a grapefruit or something. Yeah, sh- he hits him with a brick. He throws a brick at his head, okay. and it causes him to go down. Mm. Like, he gets hit right in the forehead. That sucks. He chops him up real nice with I an axe. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. I hated this guess, so much. Guess I'm going to have to ask it again. Fuck you, Doug Hutchinson. So they nab the family, the girl and the wife. And uh, Frank comes back and Carlos is still alive. I don't think Carlos should be alive. I'm pretty sure he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's got an axe in his chest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the first thing Frank does is pull it out, which Mm -hmm. if he wasn't dead before, he's really on the way out now. Yep. Good job. I don't want to die like this, Frank. So he mercy kills him. So he puts his sombrero on him and lights him a cigar. How about this? You want to die like this? Hey! (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Okay, hold on. I got a wig in here. Just just hold still. Hold still. I got some other costumes. (laughs) God damn you, Frank Castle. (laughs) So... The Punisher meets with uh, the FBI agent at the church, and they're going to team up now. They're on the same team. They're on the same page. And meanwhile, Jigsaw and 
Looney Bin Jim are wandering around recruiting gangs, the gangs of New York. Now, I had said in the point five, keep out, keep an eye out for the worst acting, which I thought was the car scene. But I've changed my mind when they're walking in mm-hmm. between the recruitments and they're both just arm swinging in unison like Laverne and fucking Shirley. Like Laverne and Shirley. Yes, this is Army Recruitment Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. We're going to do it. Give us any chance, but take it. We're going to kill that Punisher up nice. Oh, it's so bad. Because yeah, we're cause... total dick bags. We're going to do it. Doing it our way. The stupid way. Where's my car keys? And they dress like idiots, too. They dress like idiots. Well, they he look has like a, idiots. Like a mad scientist shirt on mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Almost, like jacket thing it's kind of like something that kim john neal would have worn yes i could see that but instead of just being flat gray it's it's that same sort of uh it has the same buttons in the neck strap but it's like white and gold leaf oh it's it stonewashed sucks. it's awful looking and they are awful looking oh man that sequence is just awful and then them recruiting in front of the Mer- the american flag Oh, like that was offensive. Like it's fu- they're fucking George Patton. Yeah, just no. not. I'm not offended by like any patriotic undertones. I'm offended by the fact that it just was bad filmmaking. Yeah. Well, and the fi- the flag was all in black and white. It was just, ugh. and it was for every like, ugh, for every, anywhere they go, they've got this projector that they got to set up. Yeah, I guess pretty much. All right, hold on. Don't shoot us for a minute. Play me to the desk, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, kids. I'm Jigsaw. So you want to be in an army? So yeah. So they recruit all sorts of different gangs, all with their own themes. You got gangbangers, skinheads, biker dudes, buttholes. Yeah, everybody. More douches. Yeah. Everybody who's involved in crime. Yeah. All, all to fight the Punisher. Which. <laughs> Shouldn't they have been doing that this whole time? Yeah. So the agent tips the Russian dad off about where Jigsaw's at. He's going to use them as cannon fodder, basically, to start just go into the gang hideout and blow everybody away and get themselves killed for vengeance. It's all just very tidy, this this plan. But uh, everybody's there. They've got all the gangs at this motel. Jigsaw, LBJ's there. Uh, the family's there. They've got it set up like a big game of death thing where you got to go from the t- bottom to the top. Microchips there. The Russians are now there. Yeah, they've been recruited by the FBI guy, and they're going to throw a monkey wrench into the deal. Yeah, so there's a big shootout. Starts with them. Doesn't really go anywhere. I no. don't think they made it past the first floor. No, I don't this think so. This is sort of the most non-punisher the movie gets. Like mm-hmm. He's obviously kicking everybody's ass, but... A comic book Frank Castle would have gone in through the roof, grabbed them, and just blown the whole building and been like, thanks for putting everybody in one place. Yeah. I now Bye-bye. have an entire free evening. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to uh, get tacos. I'm going to watch Cosby. Yeah. Ooh, don't do that, Punisher. <laughs> he has to punish those toilets. Yeah. Toilet Punisher. Oh, I thought you meant Cosby. Oh, I don't think Bill Cosby's alive if Punisher's around. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So um, Punisher dives through a wall from across the street and then just starts shooting everybody everybody's getting dead he he blows up an entire room filled with gangsters sure that mm-hmm. was pretty awesome i like that and then after everybody's dead pretty much uh looney ben jim 
attacks him in a bathroom with this is the height of his like, irritated weasel attack yes it's so bad <laughs> this is where there's just like no way that he'd last two seconds doing whatever it is he's doing he does he gives frank a little bit of run for his money but then frank starts to kick his fucking ass yeah. he's a fucking biter mm-hmm. he this is, a is biter. like a like a three-year-old's technique to winning in a fight is to bite people <laughs> angry little monkey yeah so he gets away and he runs back to the pool area where they've got everybody and uh, him and Jigsaw make the Punisher choose between who dies, the kid or microchip. And uh, this so, whole thing goes on too long. Yeah, a little. And the, it's, again, not very Punisher-esque because he would have just shot both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Before everybody that needs to get dead gets dead. Or he does the shoots... Looney Bin Jim first over then, this way and under the gun arm is a knife is something. Yeah. Or you can do it with the one gun because right when the jigsaw starts giving him the ultimatum mm-hmm. in the middle of the second word, LBJ has got a bullet in his head and he's like, Oh shit, I got to And now he's shot too. Right. Don't monologue. You're going to get dead. Yeah. You're going to get dead. But, uh, unfortunately microchips it, takes one in the face. Yeah. He's dead. And he, he volunteered. Yeah, yeah, takes one for the team basically. But uh, they've him and Jigsaw fight, and uh, the family gets freed, and he spears Jigsaw through the tummy with something. I don't know what that thing through is. Through the side, it's like a candle holder, like a. It's a fucking spear. It's Something. huge. It's like six feet long. Yeah. I was thinking it looked like a curtain rod, one of those really fancy curtain rods, because you see all the curtains in uh-huh. this shot, uh-huh. and maybe this curtain rod had fallen down, but it was a, definitely an iron rod curtain yeah. rod or uh-huh. something. Something. It's pointy. And then he pushes him into a fire that's burning there, and he says, this is just the beginning. Right, because he's going to burn in hell. That's what that means? Yep. Huh. He's Catholic. Okay. I guess that's true. All right. That makes sense. Uh, his eyeball catches on fire. That's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I don't... But mm, okay. Okay. Whatever. Uh, he goes outside, and the wife tells him, hey, Frank, my husband said, you're one of the good ones. That was We argued you... about this a lot. Yeah. And then you shot him. And then he's dead because of you. Be- because you shot him. Mm-hmm. It's not a good scene. I love you. And it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go no, anywhere. it does not. He just kind of like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm going to go get a drink now with Soap. Peace. I'm out. Uh, so him and Soap go walk away, and Soap gets mugged, and he's like, Frank, Frank, and then Castle blows the fucking mugger away to Jesus saves art. I guess. No, that, that was the church behind them. Yeah. Punisher saves because the lights go out on the Jesus part. Is that's what that what that's saying? I guess. Yep. And apparently if you're a Harley riding thug that's going to hold people up next to a church, you're going to get your face blown off you're by the Punisher. Going to yeah. get dead. And this was the second time that you see the Punisher skull mm-hmm. prevalent, like mm-hmm. only at the beginning and the end of the movie. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Which leads me to my first question. Bring it. How did you guys feel about the lack of the Punisher skull? Uh, I didn't. I don't really care. I think that it's a mistake because it is a strategic advantage. He's telling you in mm-hmm. a dark area, mm-hmm. like that's the only thing you see. So if people shoot him, they will shoot him in the vest. Mm-hmm. It, it serves a very specific purpose mm-hmm. beyond just looking cool. It is a strategic advantage. Uh, the filmmaker stated that, oh, she thought it was goofy looking. But in terms of what it does, it, it's there for a reason. 
I don't know about that. In the comics, maybe, but in reality, uh, oh, hey, it's the Punisher skull. I know that's his chest. Just aim up. Maybe you don't hit it. It's the only thing you can see, and you're getting shot at center mass. It's it's not going to work. It's not going. I I think it's either way. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I don't really care. Um, My first question is, and I think I know how Sam feels, but uh, should anyone ever else play the Punisher other than Ray Stevenson? No. I also say no. We've had uh, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Tom Jane, Ray Stevenson, and now Joe Bernthal. And I haven't seen the Barenthal on I the have. TV show yet. I think he may be the weakest Punisher. I he, will say that physically speaking, Ray Stevenson looks like Frank Castle. He's 6'4". He looks he, like Frank Castle. He's 6'4". He has the same hairline. His hair isn't naturally black, but when they, he just looks like Frank Castle. He hardly says anything in this movie. Yes. And he is hot. And here's the stupidest thing about my problem with Joe Bernthal, and I know I'm going to... How dare you talk bad about Daredevil? That's such a great show. Punisher does not have rooftop conversations with superheroes. He isn't going to monologue and tell you his backstory. Yeah. He's got things to do, places to go, people to see. I like the fact that Ray Stevenson doesn't say Harley fucking shit in this no. movie. The only time you get to have a conversation with Frank Castle is if you offer him information. Mm-hmm. That's the only time he talks to you. Like in the comic books, whenever there's a conversation between him and Black Widow, she has to give him a pile of bodies that he's going to make in order to have a three sentence exchange with him. That is correct. Yeah. No, I think he's the strongest Punisher greatly. Yes. By a long ways. Jackie. What do you think happened to the flashlight that he gives the little girl? It probably went in the junk drawer with the other flashlights. A flashlight to a child is not a good gift because you know what? They're pretty readily available. Like mom, I need a flashlight. Oh, just go to the junk drawer. Well, this guy with a skull on his chest gave me one. Oh, okay. We'll put that in the junk drawer when you're done. All right. Flashlights are not exciting. <laughs> Kids love them. Okay. My daughter loves flashlights. Pretend they're lightsaber. Yes. Just they make light. Yeah. You get to you get in trouble if you turn the lights on and off. It's a light that you can turn on and off all you want. It's true. Was Wayne Knight the only person that did his job? I think that Ray Stevenson didn't blow it. He didn't. I didn't. He didn't stand out for his acting because he just didn't have a lot to do. But uh, yeah, I think Wayne Knight did a really good job. Um, everybody else, wow. Uh, soap's not soap's bad. bad. I think soap's good. I think the three of them. I think that uh, and sort of furthering your question a minute ago is should anybody else play him? I had written down would Ray Stevenson make a good Punisher in better circumstances, which is the same question basically. Yeah. I think you could have taken the three of them. And done some very good things. Okay. With just those three. Everybody yep. else, you kind of have to leave leave behind. Yep. Not bringing <laughs> you back. Sorry. Yeah. What's the blue stuff? That the Russians... Oh, the biohazard blue stuff? What is it? What's the deal? What's going on there? What's this whole Russian deal about? Well, it's a misunderstanding. It's not really a biohazard so much. It was actually just... Uh, they were going to... It's an answer to the Crunchberry. Oh, mm. yeah, they're blue. It's blue flavored milk. It was like going to be a sort of a kicks deal. They're going to have a blueberry in the kicks. Okay. Yeah. Blue uh, kid, kid tested mother approved. Sure. Yep. Okay. Huh. I just don't. It doesn't play out at all. No, it doesn't answer. It's, it's like Marcellus Wallace's soul. You don't need to see it if it's not going to be involved later. No. Why is it blue? Or just or even mentioned this biological 
a suitcase with the stupid biohazard is good enough. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Mm. Jackie. Who was the better actor? Jigsaw or Looney Ben Jim? Mm, I have to. Oh, God, it's so hard. But I just. Dominic West. I think Dominic West was the better actor and he is awful. Doug Hutchinson very well could be the worst actor I've ever seen on screen. I agree. I think Jigsaw really was giving it his all. It's just, oh, I think they both they were both giving it their all. were emotionally invested in a character they created. It was not good. Their all is uh, garbage. I thought mm-hmm. at some point when we're watching the first part again that uh, Dominic West maybe shot all of the makeup scenes first. And okay. then when he was doing the other scenes, he's kept his character, but the exaggerated facial expressions were left over from him having to really strain to make the makeup move. Mm-hmm. And that that may have been a byproduct. I don't know one way or the other, know. but I don't know. Maybe it's, it still stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Sam. Should this have cost $35 million? Ah, oh, man, there's a lot of shit going on. A lot of fucking sequences, a lot of action, a lot of death, a lot of special effects and blood and makeup and all that. Um, I can, I can, uh, I don't think it should have because it's impossible to make that money back. That's what I've yeah. said from the beginning. There's no way to make the money back. None. You can't do it, but I can see where the money went. And I can see some places that it shouldn't have gone. Like the, uh, drop down guns with the neon lights and just shit like that, that didn't need, you didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't need black lights on M 16s. Yeah. No yeah. shit like that. But I can see where they spent it. Yeah, they spent it everywhere, but there was some places they didn't need to spend, yeah. I don't think. Anybody else? Uh, where's he going to go to get his guns now? Oh, yeah. Carlos is dead, and so is Microchip. I guess he's done. I guess he's got his wish. He's no, retired. He's not, because he has to. He realizes right at the end. Yeah, he that's has true. To, there's still more bad guys. That there's no Jesus, just the Punisher, yeah. according to the movie. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess Mexico. I think he's going to start just stealing him from the hood rats. I don't know. Maybe he could get him from soap. I don't know. I would. That's what I would do. Just get him from soap. Shoot a, no, shoot a guy and then steal his gun. Steal his gun. Yeah. He's going to be able to run into somebody else. It's yeah. sort of weird that the movie plays out that he's being run around by Microchip and not vice versa, because any of his suppliers in the comic book series are basically propped up by him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anybody else? One more. Okay. Does he become Uncle Punisher? Uncle Punisher! Yeah. At the end of the movie, because the little kid's like waving at him like, okay, so I'll see you on Tuesday for my soccer game, right? Thanks, Uncle Punisher. Uncle the Punisher. (laughs) His name's not Punisher, it's the Punisher. That's my stepdad, Uncle the Punisher. Uncle the Punisher. (laughs) Him and my mom make a lot of noise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think so, Jackie. I think he's going back to see mom and the kid. And eat her, eat her. Yeah, that's what's implied to me. And then one day it finally just comes out in the heat of passion. I'm glad you shot my husband. <laughs> and then it's totally weird after that. He can never it's look her in the, the eye. Silent dinner of meatloaf ever eaten by three people. <laughs> OK, so final recommendations. Absolutely do. This was a, this was a lot of fun. Sam? I, I give it a do, absolutely as well. I will say, however, the second time isn't near as much fun for me. Anyway, I thought I thought the same thing to tell and, you. Sadly, uh, I do agree with you wholeheartedly that Ray Stevenson is Frank Castle. He's a way better Frank Castle and a way better Punisher than Tom Jane. I think the other movie actually is consistently more uh, 
entertaining through its in its duration because I've seen it five times and I've only seen this one twice mm-hmm. and I didn't have as much fun the second time mm-hmm. and I'm able to repeat view the uh, Punisher with Tom Jane more uh, more often than this. Okay, I am I'm with you. I thought uh, there was a couple slow sequences where I was like, oh, I, I dropped it down a star, put it from eight to seven. That's still a hell of a fucking do. Hell of a good time. And nobody should miss this. It's awesome. It's really some of the the main the main bits are just so awesome that you got to watch them. But uh, yeah, there you go. That's the end of our superhero business. No more superheroes for a while. Sam, your film is next. Next. It will be. And he's not really a superhero, but he is a superhero in the movies just because it, it, no one can survive the shit that he does. We will be doing Dirty Harry 5, Dirty Harry and the Deadpool. All right. Yeah. Look forward to that. So come back to us next week. Have a burrito and get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.